Good evening, and welcome back to COJ Roleplaying. I'm your host, Goose, and with me is Graham. Mark. Hey, hey. Eric. Good evening. Steve. Hello, hello. So, we had a little bit of a hiatus between games, so who can remember what happened a month ago? So let's roll those D20s. 10. 15. 8. 20. Ooh, Graham. Sorry, Graham, you got 20? Yes. Yep. You get to pick. Well, last time when I rolled highest, I had to do it. Yes, but if you so roll a you, 20, you roll a crit, you, you get, get to the pick, pick who does it. Um, Steve can do it then. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and me are going to have words later. <laughs> English words or French words? Oh, probably a mix of both, and none of them are uh, acceptable in public. <laughs> okay, so... My shoddy memory of what happened last time. Okay, so uh, we were at the Baron's estate, and we got up and did various preparations for uh, this tournament that was coming up. Some of our group uh, went shopping, looking for things to improve their odds. Some of us wandered around town gathering information about the reigning champion. Sorry. And then we ended our evening uh, tailgating and talking to some of the other competitors. And yeah, Graham cast his first fourth level spell and found out that uh, everybody should get out of this tournament <coughs> alive, but it might not be pretty if I remember correctly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So you guys are at the tailgate. There are now fights. People have drinking enough and are now bare knuckle fighting. Doesn't Hesha have the tavern brawler feet now? Yes, he does. It should be right up his alley. If any of it gets close to me, it will be right up his alley. <laughs> the marsh pit doesn't seem to be coming closer to you guys, but it is a couple of feet away. Is there anybody in it who looks skilled? They all look skilled. What about the authorities? Are they moving in to break this up, or is no, this... no, no? They're just on the sidelines. They're making sure it doesn't spill over into town. Yeah. Oh. Street justice. Sparian's going to keep at least five foot distance away from them. This because he is not made for brawling. The human fighter that you guys have been tailgating with. Souls. Stands up and goes, are you guys going to join? And he walks away into the pit. Sounds sure, like Darius, Darius is a war cleric. He can't turn down this. But is it is it bare knuckle? It's bare knuckled, right? No yeah. weapon? No weapon. Bare knuckle. No signs of magic. Let's call it a uh, warm-up. Yeah. I'm in. All right. Whoever I, I, will, is in. I will wade into the crowd. <laughs> Whoever is weighing into the crowd, roll me a percentile. Percentile? 42. 34. 40. (laughs) All right. Throughout the 20 minutes you guys are in the mosh pit, you guys do get beaten up, but you guys don't get typically knocked down. You guys are going to be going into the fight with black eyes. Reasonable. But nothing outrageously 
That will hinder you from fighting. Nothing the cleric needs to heal. <laughs> Nothing the cleric needs to heal. Walk it off. You're yeah. fine. And then after everyone starts dispersing back to their own little camps, and music and song you can hear for all night. We're staying with the Baron, is that it? Yeah. Okay. We get the comfy beds. Sure. Fantastic. The night continues, and you start seeing people start heading into into their tents. I think we'll head back to the uh, Baron's <clears throat> estate and get a good night's sleep, get some breakfast, and get ready for a fight. Yeah, what's breakfast of champions for dragon? Live chickens or something? <laughs> Rice sandwiches. Rice. All about carb loading. <laughs> carb loading, yeah. Oatmeal. As you guys are traveling back into town, everyone hears a giant explosion coming right. from in town. All right. What direction in town? Uh, marketplace. Marketplace. Uh, I got a uh, 21 on my perception roll. Uh, can I tell anything? Have I... Is it a familiar-sounding explosion? Is it... It is a familiar-sounding explosion. For uh, for Darius? Maybe not for Darius, if it's what I think it is. Um, Through descriptions? Yes. Ew. <clears throat> Guys, I think someone's head might have blown up. Whoa! Funky. Let's go take a look. Yeah. Okay, everyone run to the side of the explosion. No, not run. Advance. <laughs> As you guys are getting to the marketplace, people that have seen the devastation of these things recognize the devastation of one of these bombs. Half the fountain is gone. There's a big, there's a crater in the ground. Oh no, the fountain. My head blew up. It didn't do nearly that kind of damage to the dungeon. No, it didn't. Clearly, they built that dungeon better than they did this fountain. <laughs> <laughs> The Dragonborn are not known as stonemasons. <laughs> I guess not. The local authorities are trying to cordon off the area, trying to get bystanders to go back to their houses. Let's go past them and investigate. Yeah, I'm going to walk up and try and find the, uh, the watch, whoever's in charge of the, the watch that are trying to control the area. All right. investigating while he's walking up, though? Oh, yeah. I'm going to roll it. He's not going to see anything. <laughs> oh, at 14, he might. <laughs> you see the remnants of some dude's body, and typically what the head would look like when it goes boom. Yeah, that's about what I expected. <laughs> uh, Darius got an 18, a pretty good roll for him on an investigation. Uh, you notice that it is sewn of the cloth. Oh, really? But you can't tell the insignia. Um, hmm. And the authorities are right there? The authorities are here trying to get control of the crowd. Oh, so they probably would frown on it if I, like, searched the body. Probably. Okay, I'm going to search the body. It's great for love, Joy. So what would it be to search the body? I guess it's just investigation, right? Yep. Another one? I'll assist you with it. I have, I have it as a skill. You're going to do this? Right with the authorities right there? Oh, we need a diversion. Hey, Hesha. Oh, I'll divert. Start yelling yeah, about it. Has- I'm going to start uh, 
I, I'm going to grab the, the closest guard and be like, get me your commander right now. Or me and my associates need to have a look at this, and I need to talk to your commander right now. Darius, go ahead. He's, he's the king. No, Hedge is pulling weight. Oh, he's pulling rank. Okay, well, I got a, I got another good roll. I got a 17. 17? Yeah. Uh, as you investigate, you find little Nicholas of Tempest. Ooh. Well, I would recognize it. Yeah. Uh, is this guy just a priest or is he a cleric? He's, he's a, a priest. priest. Okay, so. Oh, shit. There is no temple to Tempest here, but there was what? The non-denominational yeah. Uh, the Western uh, branch of American Reform Presby Lutheranism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that church. <laughs> As a cleric of Tempest, you know, um, I will perform the last rites for the body. Yeah. And I will um, keep hold of his, what was it like? A know, necklace. A necklace? Well, a, a pendant. A pen, well, what's left of a pendant? <laughs> yeah. I will give him the uh, last rites. All right. And as you concluded the last rites, other priests have showed up to do what you just did. Oh, well, okay. It's okay, boys. I got it taken care of. Thank you, brother. He will be avenged eventually. (laughs) It's on our list of things to do. (laughs) Meanwhile, back Back in the back cave. There we go. Back at the ranch. Back at the ranch. Uh, the senior officer has arrived and has come up to you, Hesha. Yes, sir. I need to know what was happening before his head blew up. Who is this man? And pretty much anything you got. Uh, as soon as we do our investigation, we'll turn everything over to you. All right. We'll share everything to you. Darius, did you find anything? He was a priest of Tempest, not a magic user, um, an initiate. That's all I know. Okay. Well, guard captain, whatever you find, uh, have copies sent to the Baron's Manor. I'll be here for a couple days anyways. As, as you wish, sir. All right. Let's turn in, guys. We can't do much good here. As Hesha turns around, he's going to start bellowing at the crowd to make way and go home. The crowd part like the Red Sea, and they turn their eyes from you. Good. So, Baron, do you um do you know anything about these schools of magic that the wizards use? Do I know anything about schools of magic? Well, I have some knowledge of the arcane. Good, because I don't. But there's got to be some way to, like, put people through an x-ray scanner and find out if they have these bombs in their neck. The equivalent thereof. That goes a little beyond my arcane knowledge. Okay, well, it's it's less further beyond uh, your knowledge than it is mine. To my knowledge, there is no magical spell to do what you are asking. Can't they detect magic? Yes, people wear magical items all the time. We want to look for a certain certain school, right? That I don't look. We need we need we need to hire a consultant or something. <laughs> I can detect magic, but yes. just because someone has magic on them doesn't mean I'm going to know they have a bomb in their head. <laughs> that, that's why we need to re- do a little more research. Well, we need to find someone who has one in their head that we know of, and then I could detect magic on them and find out about it. 
but usually we find out that they have them after the fact. Well, you know, maybe when, well, Hester's the king, he can maybe, I don't know. Order someone to have a bomb put in their head so they have people people just line up. I'm thinking of uh, an authoritarian rule, you know, government enforces a strict lockdown. Magic users go house to house, scanning everybody. You know, the innocent have nothing to hide. Blah, blah, blah. Red X's on doors where bombs are found. Yeah. (laughs) The Gestapo just walks through town. I could scan a maximum number of, let's see, 11 people in one day. Well, I can do 11 castings of it in one day. I think it lasts for about 10 minutes, and people have to be within a radius of me. So, let's see, how many people can you look at in 10 minutes times 11? Basically, you got like two hours plus a bathroom break. I mean, we can look at quite a few people. Yep, we follow them all past him. A running man can slit a thousand throats in a single night. Maybe not the best metaphor for this. <laughs> Perhaps not. Have we ever seen, though, other than me in the dungeon with my old teammates, <laughs> have we ever seen multiple head bomb people in the same location? Didn't didn't we didn't someone's head blow up when we were back on the Sword Coast? I can't remember. There's 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 effectively been a head blowing up in almost every location we've stopped at. Yeah, what about it's either happened while we were there or just before we arrived? Yeah, yeah, but only one, right? We brought the extra bomb heads with us. Anytime yes. there was a second explosion, that was someone from our own party doing something silly. Like cutting and, their own and a lot of a lot of our group. It's silly, silly things. <laughs> Why stop now? <laughs> well, now, to be fair, do we know that we don't have bombs in us? Not yet. I know, I, I don't. I'm pretty sure Nelfry doesn't, because well, they've already exploded. We know that only one person in this party Knows the telltale sign of someone with a bomb in their head. Killer headaches. Physical telltale sign of there being a bomb in the head. A mark on the back of wherever it was put in. Yes. Gar on the neck, wasn't it? Yep. Well, anyway, something to think about for, um, uh, surely there's some wizards or something out there that can come up with some sort of ritual and detect this certain uh, magic effect. If only there was a person trained in medicine with us who could inspect people or even ourselves for scars on the backs of our necks. Well, I've already looked for me. I'm fine. <laughs> if you want me to examine you, fine. <laughs> oh. freeze more on the supply side of scars. Yeah. Um, no. Distribution side. Level 7, the proficiency doesn't go up. Okay. So that's 18 and 23 for those two. And Nulfri doesn't need to be inspected. It is hard to find scars on a dragonborn. Uh, and Virium doesn't have a mark. Okay. Woo! Not a magical experiment. It would be difficult to kind of look at the scales of a scaly creature. But, you know, there would be something. But anyway. Yeah, because I'm sure Hesha's got a lot of scars. Don't they go away when he molts? Yep. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> Hesha does not have a body scar on him. 
16. All right. Okay, well, something to think about anyway for um, for the government. Because, you know, the government, they're competent, and we can leave them in charge, and they'll, they'll do a great job. The York government? The Orcs couldn't do a worse job than, uh, you know, most uh, governments in Faerun. So, you know, hey, let's give them a shot. That's what, they I, said out, that's what they said on, out west, and look what happened. <laughs> currently, I am the government. You're the royal figurehead. Yeah, you're just a, Come on, you're a butt on a throne. I don't know. Is it a parliamentary democracy? Is it a, an anarcho-syndicalist commune? What's, what's the system of government? Socialist paradise. Sounds a, a little more feudal than that. <laughs> Banana Republic. I don't know how republics make money with, like, you buy a bunch of bananas and it's, like, 90 cents. <laughs> like, how do they make any money? Are they just all fronts for, like, contraband smuggling things? Hockey players own most of the resorts in Cuba, so probably. Resorts in Cuba suck. Yeah. Hockey players own most of the resorts in Cuba. <laughs> yeah, that might explain a thing or two. <laughs> all right, so you guys made your way back to... The Baron's house. There is a snack waiting for you in the uh, dining hall. Oh, is this for anyone? Well, it is for you guys. Oh, sweet. And servants are just waiting for pretty much orders. Draw me a bath, good sir, for I shall need to bathe before the big day tomorrow. As you wish. I'll take one as well. Pass. Oh, Baron will definitely take a bath. Are you sure? Are you sure, Nolfrey? It's only been a week, I think. I should be fine. You got clean clothes, <laughs> but you stink. Clean underwear is all you need, right? Right. Just right. in case you get hit by a carriage. All right. So <laughs> the servants go and draw bass for third of the group, or three quarters. Three quarters of the group. There we go. Third, three quarters, whatever. Enough. We just had that math discussion. <laughs> math is math. <laughs> and you guys settle in. Anything special you're doing after the bath or for the evening? No, just uh, going to going to bed and getting my uh, my raiment out and ready for uh, tomorrow. Pray to Tempest, the usual. Making sure I have my best clothes uh, pressed and ready to go for the next day, since I'll be being the dandy of the party, presenting uh, songs and uh, stories. <laughs> About three quarters away through the evening, Hesha is woken up at a knock on the door. Uh, enter. A servant comes in with a small pile of paper. And news that another explosion has happened. There was two. Hmm. Okay. Put those on the desk. I'll uh, address them in a moment. The authorities are looking in on the second explosion as we speak. Uh, where was it? Uh, it, too, was in the town hall. Or in the uh, market center. Hmm. At this time of day. All right. Thank you. I'll uh, get up, get dressed, and sit down at the desk and start pouring over the papers. Uh, Everything they have found was he was a priest of Tempest. Nothing really unusual of his behavior. 
Uh, eyewitnesses that were questioned saying he was mentioning he was suffering from a headache, and then moments later, the explosion happened. Another priest of Tempest. No, this is the first priest. Oh, okay. Okay. They did know that he had just come into town for the festival. From where? They did not know yet. Oh, they didn't say? Okay. No. Hmm. What time is it? It is roughly about three in the morning. No, there's not much I can do. Going to the crime scene isn't going to do anything at the moment. I can wait for reports. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back to bed. Morning comes. Everybody is woken up by their servants. Clothes have been uh, laid out for you for your morning. And the room servants are waiting for their further instructions. Uh, The tournament takes place in like an (laughs) arena, right? Yes. Do we have dressing rooms? Probably not. (laughs) No, I don't think so. Are there dressing rooms? There are rooms. Okay. I'm going to get one of the servants... I'm going to call over one of the servants. Of like, one of the rooms in the arena um, we'll use as a dressing room. Can you ensure that uh, my weaponry and armor and uh, uh, tabards and that uh, make it to the room um, and ready for me to uh, don when it comes time to fight? Uh, and check in with Nulfri and see if he wants any of his stuff transported as well. Alright, so you head over to Nelfry's room? No, um, I'm telling the servant to check oh. in with Nelfry. Oh. I, I've stepped into my role as royalty. <laughs> I don't do stuff. <laughs> no, Nelfry gets the second knock at his door. I'm up already. Uh, ma- the Majesty has requested me to disturb you. Alright, has he requested you to fight me? No. Uh, he would that like would to know. Recommend it. If, he would like to know if you want your gear prepped at the arena. He's requesting a room. That sounds fun. We will get sure that happens. If you just leave out what you want traveled over, we'll take it over for you, sir. All right. Thanks. And then he leaves. All right. What's the rest of you guys doing? Well, Hesh is going to get some breakfast. Mostly coffee. It's one thing I like about uh, the fantasy world. Uh, every fantasy world seems to have coffee. <laughs> or, or some variety of it. Groomed stimulant drink. Um, anyways, yeah, I'm going to go get some uh, coffee and some live gnomish princesses for a good dragonborn uh, breakfast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Barry will also find some food as well. Um, Not live women. Hesh is uh, is dressed in fancy clothes, and he's got that stupid cape on that he had when he arrived at the Baron's place the first time. Does he look any more comfortable in it than he did before? Maybe a scant bit, but not. He's still... when. When there aren't servants and nobility wandering around, he still looks like he's really not happy with the whole pageant. So the there is breakfast laid out in the dining hall for anybody that would like to partake of it. Great. Awesome. All right. Um, 
So do we know the format? Because it wasn't it wasn't all that clear. Like it's it's gonna it's in a it's a single elimination tournament, right? From the information that Melfry got from the magic sign, right? It was a double elimination round robin. Okay. All right. So love those talking signs. <laughs> all right. So um, I don't know. Just talk strategy. Let's start poking them with the rapier until they stop moving. I like that strategy. Yeah. Maybe you should try, um, fighters, do fighters get bonus? You can attack on bonus, right? Or do you have to use, um, action surge or something? For what sort of bonus? Like a bonus attack. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I, because of my level, I get two attacks per turn. And I've got a bonus action. Yeah, but you have a finite number of bonus actions, right? Yes. Yeah, I get yeah. an action surge, which gives me the extra two attacks once per long rest. Yeah, yeah we, we don't action. have anything that we can use. Like, we can't cast a thing to have a magic warhammer that we can attack again with a bonus action. Yeah. Unfortunately. That would be good, because then you could just, one strategy is just, your action is just dodge. Just run around and dodge and then wail on them with the uh, magic Spirit action. Weapon. Uh, okay, well, um, let, I, I'm curious as to what this tournament will bring. Darius is ready to support his fellow fellow dwarf fighter. So. And I guess I'll be supporting Kesha. So, is there anything in particular you're looking for? I can cast on you ahead of time. Um, if you have anything that you can cast on me ahead of a fight that will boost my chances... I can make you immune to fear and give you seven temporary hit points. I don't foresee myself really being afraid of anybody that's out there, but... <laughs> it's what heroism does. It's not like I chose the effect. <laughs> Fair enough. As you guys are discussing strategy, a servant comes in that is accompanied by the town guard. Your Majesty? Mm, yes. What did uh, you find on the second? Uh, we found out the second guy was just a commoner that came to watch the fights. We found out he came from uh, the uh, city of Eagles Peak, which is west of here. And the Eagles uh, Peak or Eagles Peak? Eagles Eagle Peak. Eagles Peak. Eagle Peak. Eagle Peak. Eagle Peak. Um, and the uh, the priest of Tempest. Um, uh, we found out he is from the city of Skullcrag, okay. which is also west of here, on the other side of the Stormhorns. Hmm. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Your Majesty. And they turn and leave. So, yes, uh, there was a second uh, incident last night. No violent reason has ever been established for any of this. This just seems to be... Um, Strict terrorism by uh, our Timmy. Timmy. It's it's almost um, it almost feels like he was working on experiments. Well, and they're failing. The other the other thing is um, let's not forget the Raven Queen. Her influence has touched us all. Like I said before, the ancient texts have stated that she's nuts, but her main interest is in collecting the memories of the deceased. And it's said that all who pass away, um, she 
collects their memories and saves them. So the question if is... If their brains blow up, how she, can she collect the memories? They won't have any memories left. Uh, yeah, well, that's where I'm going. So why the question is, the gods are fickle, and particularly crazy ones like the Raven Queen. So why is she involved in this at all? So it must have something to do with memory, thought and memory, and maybe these devices want to... The side effect, or maybe the intended effect, is to deny the Raven Queen access to those memories, which is why she's uh, paying attention to uh, the situation at all. Hmm. Uh, it's only a theory, but it does fit the available facts. Uh, we would need to find a temple to the Raven Queen. And let me tell you, that is not easy. We will have to go to the Shadowfell. Goose, uh, yep. I just rolled myself an Arcana check. I got a 19. I'm wondering if I can try to make a line of thought work. Because uh, this is an arcane thing that Timmy's doing. Yes. Uh, would I have enough knowledge to know that nec- uh, with a 19 that necromancers are harvesting like life and soul energy from people? That that's part of their magic? I'd give that to you, yeah. Okay. I'm going to posit to the group then that perhaps what Timmy's doing is he is randomly blowing up heads in over, order to remotely harvest people's soul and life energy to power whatever he's trying to do. And it's pro- perhaps not random. Perhaps he's planned it so that he can keep collecting life and soul energy. Um, when we were at Hesha's summer retreat, and you remember I uh, did I animate, we asked questions of the dead Griffin? No, dead. What was it? Anyway, it indicated... Oh, the, the waiver. Was no, it the waiver? Uh, manicor. The manicor, yes, not the griffin, the manicor. Um, it indicated that they were there simply to slaughter everybody and collect souls for their master. So, uh... This might be achieving the same thing, just that was a large-scale harvest. Yeah. Whereas this is more fueling research. That could have been for something very specific. Well, um, okay. Well, I will make a... Would this be a religion thing? Uh, why is my religion so bad? Oh, it's intelligence. That's why. <laughs> yeah. You would think a cleric would be religious in some sort of way, right? Yeah, well, he copied up other people in, in cleric school. And, you know, got on the fighting. You don't need to be smart to be religious. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's no you don't. <laughs> Critical thinking is discouraged by the church. Almost every one of them. Okay, I'm going to make a religion roll and um, see if crit. What? And uh, no, a twenty. <laughs> and, and I rolled guidance and I got a four, so that's a total of twenty-three, including a natural twenty. Yeah. All I wanted to remember is that there is, an, and I personally don't remember what it is. But there is a group of wizards that oppose the Raven Queen. And um, I don't remember their name. I'm not going to look it up. But I'm just saying that this group of wizards does exist. There's some centuries-old beef with this goddess. And maybe Timmy's one of them. And this is a way of striking back at the goddess because they can't attack her directly. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's the working theory. The working theory is that it's a rogue band of wizards. That have a huge beef with the Raven Queen. But Timmy's oh. a member of that rogue. Timmy's, Timmy's a member of a, of a group of wizards. 
name I'll have to look up. That has a beef with a goddess. And it's it is so handy when your players break the end game for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, a much better end game than what you've come up with. <laughs> uh, the only thing I remember is they're like all like vulture people, like fat vulture looking dudes. And if Timmy the Lich doesn't quite, but who knows, whatever. Okay, okay. So, anyways, the, the only other thing I was going to say is because this is happening all over the place, he must have help. Like, I highly doubt a Lich is, um, you know, transporting himself around Faerun, um, abducting people, putting these devices in their necks, and then leaving. So there must be conspirators around. And unfortunately, the two deceased were not from here. So we don't, we can't really, even though Hesh is the boss, we can't really investigate very much. Um, from what I looked up, the best I could find is the the biggest direct opposition to the Raven Queen are followers of Vecna and followers of Orcus. Uh, yeah, it's a group of wizards. I'll, I'll look it up. It's it doesn't the Orcus government. It fits. Oh no! <clears throat> I don't want to live in that country. <clears throat> yeah, Orcus is pretty bad. Yeah, Orcus. Vecna's not much better. No, he's, he's pretty bad, too. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having his eye in his hand, though. Oh, he can do some cool those, stuff. There's bad things that can happen to you without this. Oh, I'm well oh, aware. Yeah. There, that's not good. That you're we're playing with. All, All right, right, so let's, let's get back to the game. <laughs> Before Mark falls asleep. Hey, everyone. Goose here. Just letting everyone know that we are starting our mid-roll ad section. So... Sit back and take a quick listen, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Hi, this is Steve from COJ Roleplay. You know what we like here at COJ? Aside from games, that is. We like beer. You know what else we like? We like well-crafted dice trays. Our friend, Brian, over at Reroll Woodworking, puts together some really nice dice trays. The sound of the dice clattering around inside that dice tray, well, it's akin to the sound of that first crack of beer at the end of the day. So the next time you're listening to COJ, why don't you pop over to www.etsy slash rerollwoodworking. Take a look at his products. I'm sure you'll find something you'll like. And if you enter the promo code COJPOD, you'll get 15% off your order. Oh, hello there. Barry and Cull here. Has your rich and fulfilling life left you with money burning a hole in your pocket that if you don't spend, the Orc government will just take from you? Well, don't worry, my friend. I have just the thing for you. The COJ Roleplaying Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash COJ Roleplaying to sign up. At the bronze tier, for just $3, you'll get early access to our weekly uploaded podcast and receive a podcast shutout. At the silver tier, for $8, you'll also get access to our exclusive COJ Roleplaying Discord server and your name used for an NPC. At the gold tier, for $12, you'll have access to the raw videos of the podcast. That's right, you'll be able to see the horrible visage of the hideous Shudu puppets this halfling. Oh, come on! I'm a half-elf, not a halfling. There's a significant difference. Yeah, I realize it's in the script. Who wrote this drek anyway? Dolfrey? He can't count past five, and he wrote an ad spot. Yeah, yeah, I'll finish the ad.
That's right. All this can be yours. Just go to patreon.com slash cojroleplaying and sign up today. And I hope you enjoyed our ads. And now, back to the action. Nolfrey is uh, <laughs> using all this information for the gladiatorial combat today. Yep. <laughs> so, your, your gear was collected on the way to the Coliseum. Fun. As you guys walk through the street, you're hearing about the incidences that happened yesterday and last night, and people are worried. You're hearing rumors of people aren't going to go to the Coliseum because of the crowd. Barry? Yes. Um, can you try to do something to improve morale in town? I will, If as we walk through town, I will attempt to play the hell out of my loot to enliven the mood. All right. I don't know how well that's going to go, but give it a shot. And I'll sing songs of glorious combat. That's pretty good. That is uh, that is a 21. All right. Um, you can visually see people cheering up a bit. Um, people are following you as you're walking through town playing, but you're still hearing the rumors. You're still hearing whispering. No, we're not. We're not really going to be able to stamp it out completely. Two random people came into town and their heads blew up. There are a lot of random people who have come to town, so I can kind of understand. All right. Well, there's not much more that we can, I think, really do. Might as well just make our way to the arena and uh, get ready. Mm-hmm. All right. So when will um, Nolfrey be fighting? Do we know? Not yet. Okay. You guys won't know that information until you guys get to the Coliseum. Okay, well, let's get over. Probably should. On your way to the Coliseum, you do see caravans leaving town to go to the Coliseum, but it doesn't seem like it's as big as a crowd as it should be. As you guys are getting closer, you can see a crowd of people gathering around to what looks like to be somebody on a stage. As you guys come closer, you can start hearing people moaning, bitching, and complaining, and you're hearing whispers of the competition has changed somehow. Oh. Make our way towards the guy on the stage and see what he's saying. As you guys are getting closer to the stage, his voice is projecting louder than it should, and it goes, or, and then, then he states, because of the two incidences yesterday and the sea, last night, we have now changed the competition to a single elimination and not a double elimination round robin. Because of the incidents, we have only 50 competitors. Hmm. All right. The competition will start in four hours. All right. And then the group that was on the stage with the speaker get off the stage and try to calm people down from the front of the stage. You are not the father! (laughs) (laughs) I hope we still get as much money if we win. Well, there's only 50 competitors. Wasn't it only like two gold or something each? It wasn't very much money. No, I think it worked out to like 100 gold or something like that. The winner was 100 gold. Yeah, and, like, and that's if all 200 people filled the spots. Maybe you'll get a gift certificate for like a 30-minute massage instead. <laughs> you get a free cider at the Crown and Anchor. Oh, sweet. Really frustrating 30 minutes for whoever's trying to massage Hesha. <laughs> <laughs> Need to be another dragonborn. Some elf masseuse. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs>
Halfling will get in between the scales. People are leaving the stage and heading back to their individual camps. A lot of people getting upset. Now, did people drop out or were people cut from the roster? People dropped out. Well, Hesha, your odds of getting second place just got four times better. <laughs> we shall see, my friend. All right, I got my plan. All right. Moments later, a group of individuals are tacking up a tapestry on a board in front of this coliseum. The brackets? Yeah. Who am I fighting first? You are fighting some Joe Blow. So is Melfrey first round. Twice? Yes. Joe Blow and Joe Blow Jr. <laughs> oh, oh. How many rounds does it look like this will go to before you get to the finals? Well, if there's not very many. Well, if there's 48 down to 24 after the first round. 48, 24, 12, 12, 6, 6, and then 3. Maybe it's a three-way at the end. That would be fun. It would need to be what? It would need to be 64. Yeah, phase 2. Only 50 people joined. (laughs) Maybe there's some buys. I don't know. A couple people got seated. So, Hedges' fight is actually the first fight, but the bracket doesn't say anything about royalty. It just... Hesha, whatever the fuck your last name is. Sheston Deliaf. Sheston, Hesha, Sheston, yeah, Hesha. The Dragonborn. The Dragonborn. I is in his corner before he goes out. Or is he he going out now, or? He is going out in ten minutes. Ten minutes? Go to the room and get dressed, armored up, and grab my weapons and... Now, Nelfry has that um, spider plus one armor, right? Yes. And doesn't that grant advantage or something on climbing or something no like No movement that? penalty while climbing. Okay. So full speed then. You can climb yeah. at full speed. Straight up the walls. Cool. Maybe okay. you can do some sort of like parkour matrix stuff. From the top ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Flying elbow. He went through the cage. <laughs> We're going to need a Spanish announcer's table then. All right. Uh, when we get down to the final seconds before he gets out, I'm casting heroism on him. Okay. So he's immune to fear, not that I think he's going to be afraid of this guy, but he also gets seven temporary hit points, and it lasts for one minute. Okay. Nice. I don't think this will last that long. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I'm saving the inspirations for later. I don't think you're going to need to get this poor bastard. You can do it, Rocky! I am going to be doing it by giving you a pep talk, so... Because I have to touch you in order to cast heroism. So it'll be like I'm hands on your shoulders, like, up above my head. (laughs) To talk up to you. (laughs) To give you a pep talk. (laughs) Stand on a box. Varian's not proud. He'll stand on a box. All right. So the question for Nulfri is... Shield of Faith gives plus two to AC. And then Magic Weapon makes... uh, Gives it a plus one to attack and damage rolls. Um, they both last an hour. Well, how about that? Oh, that'll be a good tournament. Magic weapon is good. Shield of faith. Oh, sorry. Shield of faith is concentration. It lasts ten minutes, but magic weapon lasts an hour. Okay, yeah. And I need to know when. Um, oh wait, motivational speech is level three. It's a third level spell slot. Ooh, I don't know about that. I'll say that for the end. Oh, and I still have uh, Barian's diamond for the um, insurance policy. You're not using it on one of them, that's for damn sure. <laughs> this is a tournament. They're not going to die. I did ask if it was a group policy, and I never got a clear answer. Not well, not for the tournament. You'll use healing spells to raise them up if they go down. I'll use their own healing potions. 
<laughs> you act yep. like you don't get your spell slots back at the end of the day. <laughs> Imagine that. Let's, let's be chintzy on that, okay? No fair right. five potions. So, a, it's time for Hesh's fight. You're a wrecking machine! <laughs> Barium cast whatever you need to cast. Heroism. Hesh heads to the arena. And I'm gonna need this for this fight because it's gonna be ugly. Um, so as soon as, as soon as the, like, I'm envisioning like a gate opening up and like a portcullis opens up, you walk into this massive arena. So, and Hesha walks out, he's going to stare right at his opponent on the other side of the arena and shield and trident outline. He's going to just roar at him and then clang his trident against his shield as he steadily advances. Okay. You are going to need a roll intimidation. Okay, good. <laughs> that should be a good roll for Hesha. Okay, good. I guess his intimidation, because he's doing a similar thing. As you walk out into the arena, on the opposite side, walking in at the exact same time, you see a giant half-orc. All right. Ooh, he got a 13 on his intimidation. I got a 23. Okay. <laughs> he is visually intimidated, but he is still running down his leg. <laughs> and he is carrying a massive battle axe. Okay. I am, uh, I'm not rushing in any way, shape, or form. I'm, uh, just steadily advancing towards him. And, uh, every other step I'm slamming my trident against my shield. He is just dragging his battle axe on the ground. Um, as soon as I get. 20 feet away from him, I'm going to throw my trident at him and follow it with a hand axe. Alright, roll attack. So I got 19 to hit with the trident. 19 misses. Nope, 19 hits. Uh, 9 damage. And then with the hand axe, that is uh, 25. 25 also hits. That is 10 damage. Okay. And then um, my movement is to run up and get like Roll initiative. Alright. Eleven. As you are running at him, he picks up his great axe and swings at you. Okay. And that is twenty-two to hit. That'll hit. And that is ten damage. Okay. My turn. That is your turn. Okay. Oh, Uh, wait. He is a fighter. He's going for his extra attack. Okay. And I'm going to assume eleven missed. Eleven does miss, but I'm going to use one of my support, superiority die to repost. Okay. And that is going to be... I'm going to hit him with my shield, and that is 20. 20 hits. And that is 12 damage. Okay. And now your turn. And now my turn. Uh, I'm going to 300 kick the guy. <laughs> okay. To try and like create a little bit of room. And as I'm 300 kicking, I'm going to grab my trident, and then I'm going to stab him. Okay. So the kick is uh, 19. 19 hits. And that does, ooh, nice, 9 damage. All right, you have 300 kick this guy. <laughs> and then I'm and going to... And he staggers out of your trident range. He staggers out of the trident's range? Yeah. Throw it at him. <laughs> Unless he staggered more than 20 feet away. No, no, no. No, he, like, staggered 10. Okay. Kick him, fire the trident at him again. Um, ooh, that's 18. 18 missed. Ah. 
So Trident just sort of wings past him and sticks in the ground. So he has a 19 AC then. All right. He comes <laughs> at you with his battle axe and crits. That's not good. Gain additional weapon die damage on a critical hit. Okay. So that is 5 plus 15, and that does 15, and that's 12 on top of that. So 17, 27 damage. Okay, I'm going to use plus one of my superiority die to parry, which allows 32, me to... 32 altogether. 32 wow. altogether? Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to parry with my superiority die, which allows me to reduce that damage by whatever I roll on a D8. These eight. Two. Thirty. Wow. Okay. And now he is five feet in front of you. Excellent. I'm going to smash him with my shield and then grab my uh my flail and hit him with that. The shield is twenty-four to hit. Hits. So that's eleven damage. And then the flail is uh nineteen. Ooh, jeez. Oh jeez. Uh nineteen? Uh yeah. 19 hits. And, ooh, that's nice. Uh, that is 13 damage. How are you looking there, Hesha? Uh, I'm still not below half. Okay. I don't have to take a, some kind of interventive move yet, then. Okay. Nope. Is that even allowed? Oh, <laughs> I have something I can do that just looks like I'm heckling, but oh, really, it's called cutting words, where if I'm within 60 feet of the guy, I can roll a d8 and reduce that from his attack. Not as damage, but as attempt to attack. It won't work on a crit, though. <laughs> he comes at you with his battle axe again. Not battle axe, his great axe. And hits with 20. Uh, Ty goes to aggressor, so yep. And where did it go? There he is. And that is five, six, seven, eight damage on the first hit. Okay. And crits on the second hit. Oh, no. That's not so good. Oh, 17... 23 damage on the second hit. Okay. And as a bonus action, he is going to heal. Six. Plus level. Yeah, what is the second wind again? Second wind is 1d10 plus level hit points. Okay. Uh, so yes, I'm going to use my second wind. And then I think I'm going to hit him with my flail again. Uh, 19. Go see you. Uh, 12 damage. I'm going to hit him with my flail a second time. Okay. And that is a crit. That is 21 damage. Alright. Um, yep. Alright. He is going to come at you again with two great axe attacks. And the first one missed, but he comes around for the second one and hits with 24. Okay. Uh, I am going to repost the first one. Okay. With my shield. And that is, uh, 28 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that is 19 damage. He does not look happy. And he does, does 8 damage on his second hit. And then he's going to use his action surge for two more attacks. And does 21 on the First attack, missed the second. Okay, so do your damage on the first attack, and I will repost the second attack. And 14 on the first attack. Okay. Uh, with my shield again, smash him in the face, and that's again uh, 28 to hit. Keep rolling 19s. 
<laughs> Don't you get an improved critical? Uh, no, uh, I'm the battle master. Ah. 16 damage. Alright, he really doesn't look healthy. And now it is my turn. Uh, I'm going to hit him with the To the point hand. that he now starts going down and puts his hand up. Pretty mm-hmm. much asking for mercy. Mercy is for the weak. What are, what are the rules for this, uh, tournament? As, as it states, it's not to the death. Okay, so he's effectively conceding. Kids it, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put up my, uh, well, sorry. First thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kick his great axe away. And yep. then I'm gonna put up my flail and I'm gonna grab him, pull him up to his feet again, shake his hand. Yeah. A group of what you assume are clerics are rushing to where both of you are standing and take this poor half-orc away. Alright. Actually, is going to walk back to his changing room. You're going to collect your, uh, you're actually going to collect your trident first. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go grab all of my things, hand yes. axe, trident. And then when I get back to the room, I'm going to sit down and be like, ow. That could have gone better. <laughs> Hesha has 12 hit points left. He stopped at one. Oh, half orcs have relentless endurance. He could, uh, he could have taken another hit and then recovered back to one hit point. Could, he could have, but he thought he'd just count his losses. All right. And the fights are going through, and Nalfrey's fight is about an hour. Okay. That's time Excellent. enough for a short so I, rest. I have, I have enough time for a short rest. Excellent. Because I used a lot of my stuff during that fight. You sure did. I only had one superiority die left. I used my second wind. Pretty much all I had was one superiority die, my action, action, action surge, and my breath weapon. Nice. He was a level eight monk, uh, half orc fighter. Right on. Damn. Okay. He's a level higher than us. Goose didn't pull any punches with the, <laughs> with the competition. They want to win that 200 gold. <laughs> 50 gold now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear anything about that. They just said less people. They didn't say less money. Good thing Krillin wasn't watching. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where did he oh, go anyway? Kill, Krillin is in the box. The box that was set aside for His Majesty's to view the fight. Kilrin, last time he interrupted, he had like 20 or so Dragonborn with him. So as Hesha is taking his short rest, and the fights are continuing. To heal, and I'm going to use some of my healing potions. Alright, so what does Nelfry want? The AC boost and the weapon boost? Yeah, those sound great. Yeah, okay. That'll put me at AC 23 and plus 7 or 8 to hit. Four hit dice, four healing potions. Back up to 80 hit points. <laughs> Fuck, took you down big time, didn't I? Well, he crit me twice. <laughs> yes. Alright, that's one and two. Alright. So time is coming. Hesha, oh, not Hesha, uh, Nelfries should be getting ready for his fight. Mm-hmm. And the port callus comes up. Allows you to enter the arena, and across from you stands a half-elf. A half-elf? A half-elf. Hey. A half-elf in a tank. (laughs) (laughs) Half-elf in an (laughs) AT-AT. Oh, shit, no. And he seems to be wheeling two swords. Two? That's too many. Two. That means no shield. What kind of armor is the half-elf wearing? It is, by the looks of it, medium half plate. 
Yeah, well, okay. Maybe. Darius has done what he can for... He's he's either a ranger... He can he's a fighter. Well, it's time to fight then. Nofrio will clap his scimitar against the side of his shield. Get the crowd cheering. And the half-elf does the same with two of his scimitars. Ah. Uh-huh. You're using a scimitar to fight? No, sorry, rapier. Okay. Ward. That's the S-word <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> You're using your sword. Using two scimitars, the half elf. Yeah, it's drizzed in white face. Oh, <laughs> you're in you're in trouble, Nelfry. <laughs> <laughs> Stick him with the pointy end. And he comes running at you. And it's, roll initiative. Let's fight. Four. Four for your initiative. Yeah. Awesome. He comes in first. And he comes in with two scimitar attacks. And for some odd reason, his one scimitar flies by your head, but the second scimitar hits with 23. That's a tie. That hits. And it does 10 damage. Minus three for heavy armor mastery. Oh, you fucker. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. I need to get me that one. Yeah, it's handy. It's a good one. All right, my turn. It is. Woo, woo, woo. Well, let's uh, let's attack him back with my rapier. Okay. Uh, twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one hits. Okay. Roll a percentile die. Yes, forty-eight or no, eighty-four. Okay. Yeah, under thirty-five. You said right. Yep. And then that's uh, this round. That'll be D eight plus three, so that is five damage. Okay. And I get to attack again because I have two attacks per round. That time it's a seventeen to hit. Seventeen misses. Okay. And he's going to come in with his one scimitar twice. And another 23 to hit the first time. And I believe he misses the second time with a 16. Yeah. Okay. So he hits the first time. And does, uh, he does five damage. I already took the three off. Okay. <laughs> and he did that twice. It is your turn, sir. All right. Uh, well, let's. Attack, attack again. First one is a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Roll your percentile. And I rolled 50, 50, 50 even. Okay. All right. And so that is seven damage. <clears throat> Second attack. Oh, 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Percentile is, oh, 93. Okay. Damage is eight. Okay. He's going to come around you and try to attack you from behind. Twice with a scimitar. And does 18 hit you? No. All right, so they both miss. It is your turn. Woohoo! All right, well, let's uh, turn around so he's not behind me anymore. Ha-ha! Yeah. And attack him. Uh, 24 to hit. That hits. 76 percentile and 11 damage. All right. Second attack, 19 to hit. That hits. 41 percentile. And nine damage. Alright. He spends his movement turn to pick up his second scimitar. So now he's hitting you with both of them again. Okay. First one is 24 to hit. That'll hit. And second one is 21 to hit. Miss. Okay. And that is four damage with the three taken off already. Okay. My turn. It is. 24 to hit. That hits. 60 percentile, 10 damage. All right. Second attack. 
22 to hit. That hits. Oh, oh, 51 percentile oh. and a six damage. So all together, 16? Yep. We put a beating on this guy. Oh, yeah. No free hey. made for this kind of combat. <laughs> He's going to come at you with two scimitars. And we are looking at 21 and 22. Miss, miss. All right. He's going to use his bonus action. Use his healing. That's that. Plus level. All right. My turn. It is your turn. Uh, 20 even to hit. That hits. Zero nine percentile. Nine percent? Yep. Okay, do your damage on the weapon. Ten. And as Nulfri hits his component with his sword, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out of him, creating a 15-foot cube orating from the sword, and he needs to do 2d8. Roll 2d8. Adam or... Oh, they're both sixes. So 12 damage. Okay. And your opponent has flown 10 feet away from you. So I'll poke Varian. Hey, that's new. I've never seen him do that before. <laughs> that's nice. That's Thunder Wave. I don't know why he's casting spells. <laughs> been holding out on us. Pesha is very loudly cheering from his box. <laughs> so can I uh, run up to him and take my second attack? You can, sir. Heck yeah. Uh, 11 to hit. Uh, 11 misses. Yeah. And as your opponent staggers up... He is going to attack you again, and we are going to do a 22 and a 23. One miss, one hit. All right. And we are doing, so, five damage okay. with a minus taken off. Gotcha. And the poor little guy looks like he's all fried up. I guess. I blasted him hard. Mm-hmm. My turn. Ooh, nope. That's not going to hit. And second attack. There we go. 19 will hit. 19 hits. Percentile again? Yep. All right. Yeah, 100. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is that a zero or a 100? <laughs> wow. That, that's 100. All right. And uh, five damage. All right. He is going to attack again. Two scimitars. We are looking at 23 Hit. and seven. Well, not seven, but that's what I rolled on the die. <laughs> Swing and a miss. And we're looking at five damage with the minus taken off. My hit. turn. Yep. Natural 20. Heck yeah. <clears throat> All right. Awesome. That is uh, 12 and another seven. 19 damage. Okay. Oh, roll your percentile. Yeah. Percentile 70. Okay. Second attack. 18 to hit. 18 misses. Okay. And he is going to use his samurai archetype. Gives him five points, tap hit points, and gains advantage on his weapon attack on the one sword. Nice. And that is 24 on the first one. Hit. And a crit on the second one. Hit. Speaking of crits, Mark, the plus one for the magic weapon, the you should have done 13, and then whatever you rolled plus one, right, on the crit attack. Uh, right. The plus one doesn't double. It doesn't? No. Just the dice. Okay. So we rolled 13 damage with the minus taken off. Okay. For both? No, no, just on the first hit. That's the correct one. Okay. And we are 11, 8 for the next Okay. I'm not saying that the plus one should double, but if we followed the rules and rolled two dice, 
he'd have the plus one on each of the die rolls. No, the plus one is on the weapon. The, the plus, plus one, one to hit, not he means the, no. on a plus one sword. There's plus one to the damage, but it's plus one to the damage total, not plus yeah, one just, to what your dice yeah. you're rolling. It's uh, the rules are it's not it's not the modifiers that increase. It's the double dice. So effectively, you roll two dice, but you still add your modifier as normal. So if you have plus six damage, you still get plus six damage, but you get to roll two dice. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But for what we're doing, we're negating the second die and has max damage. Yeah, so one, you max your one, yeah. roll a second, add your modifiers. And it is to Nelfry. Hey, that's me. All right, attack. 23? 23 hits. Uh, 14%. <laughs> Shit. Okay, roll your damage. Damage, 7. Damage for the sword was 7? Yeah, then, yep. Okay, and now roll your 2d8. 4. All right. Again, another thunderous sound as Nelfry's sword hits his opponent, and his opponent flies ten feet in front of him. Does he fall down, or is he... Uh... Oh, he falls down now. Oh, you get right. advantage on those attacks Good. after that. Well, let's do my second attack. Yeah. You're rushing in your ten feet. Yep. Okay, good thing I have advantage. That was an easy miss. I don't know, 17 doesn't hit, does it? No, it does not. All right, two miss. He spends his turn standing it up and does his two uh, scimitar attacks. And 24 for the first one, 18 for the second. 24 hits. And seven damage with your minuses. Cool, cool. My turn. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 matches. Ooh. And 51 percentile and nine damage. Second attack, 20... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, sixty-three percentile and 50, or thirteen damage. He does not look happy. He's a tank. Yeah. yeah. He's a tank. This guy got absorbed a ton of damage. <laughs> he's healed though. He's taken more damage than my half orc did. <laughs> yeah, he did. He has yeah. dealt considerably less damage than my half orc did. <laughs> yeah, I've only taken fifty-four hit points. He stands up, attacks again, but he's going to use his uh, samurai to gain five extra HP and get advantage on his one attack. And that didn't help him. And then his second attack, that one missed. No. My turn. My turn. All right, attack. 19 to hit. 19 hits. Beautiful. 20 on percentile. Kaboom! So, as your sword hits him, this lightning attack, as all of a sudden your sword's doing, shoots him out ten feet. As soon as he lands, doesn't seem like he's moving at all. Oh, well. Thank my sword, so we need to talk about this later. Sheath it and uh, go up to him to see what's up. Uh, he is out. Okay. Well, uh, raise his hand in, you know... Toughness, good job. No free the monster slayer doesn't uh, doesn't usually take that long to finish someone off, so he's a truly fearsome opponent. <laughs> he had 120. That's more than I have. Level level 10 fighter. Oh. That's uh, considerably more hit points than I have. <laughs> and we'll end it there. Uh, we are COJ role playing. I was your host Goose, and with me was Mark. I blew away a half elf. Steve. I poked a guy and he hit me hard. Eric. 
I can't wait to see round two. This is awesome. <laughs> and Graham, let's get ready to rumble. Uh, as always, you can get to us through Linktree slash COJ Roleplay. Uh, we have a Discord channel. We have a Patreon page. And we'll see you all later. Bye.